ladies and gentlemen, after the one month hiatus, because I started dating someone and Bubba can't get well, <laughs> the Barely Alive podcast is back. I thought I started dating someone and you're just not well. Ever. Well, I'm not well. I mean, if we're talking upstairs, yeah, I'm not well at all. So I've got the bird flu or something or allergies. Um, it's maybe ragweed or regular weed or raggedy ann. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it is, <laughs> yeah. but I'm allergic to something out there. And I was told by 40 billion people today that's because it hasn't rained. It's because of the season. It's because trees, flowers, everything. And it's, it's, it's bad allergy season. But I hear it's allergy season. You're fucking round. So, uh, yeah, I have allergies. Maybe you have the year-round allergies. So, on that note, there you go. You're going to be hearing that a lot. No, I'm holding it back. Today. I'm holding it back. I'm just going to drip well, the yeah, entire okay. time. Okay, you'll be holding it back, but I mean, but still, you're going to be... Maybe at the end, I'll just let it all go at once. I mean, typically, that's what I do. It's, yeah, you, you, you can just, ask Tracy. Yeah, yeah, you just kind of build up the whole time for the show. And then I do. It's like a big, geyser. Just like a big release at the end. Seriously. If yeah. I do it too much, just <laughs> air comes out. That's right. <laughs> You don't do it long enough, dust comes out. That's right, because you're because you're an old man. All right, so um, oh, it's Matlock and get off. Yeah, you're right. I'm old. <laughs> Good job. Way to go, Andy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I was not expecting that. I'm gonna All take, right. I'm so, gonna go take some Benadryl here in a second. You'll, okay. You won't expect a lot of things out of me. That's that's fine. The 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 more you take, the better. And real quick, before you talk anymore, because I'm gonna get all this out of the way. My talking. And then okay. I'll take a nap. Um, I mentioned to you. Are you, do you like the gene thing I have going on here? Yes. Or is it but I super know. gay? No offense, to our guest, because I know uh, he might be gay. So. He, yeah. Just saying. Oh, I well, no, it's okay. It's all right. That's all right. <laughs> the male nurse thing always throws people off. You're gay, right? <laughs> no, really, no, really it's not. Good. It's not. You know, I had one patient once be like, "Well, you know, I don't really agree with your lifestyle." I'm like, "What? Whoa, what lifestyle?" <laughs> like, uh, no, but thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that that other voice that you guys are hearing is uh, is friend of the show. Uh, Keith, he is, uh, he is, yes, he is a male nurse. He, uh, a nurse. He's a nurse. I'm a nurse. He is a nurse, not to be confused <laughs> with the man purse. I also have one of those. He also has one of those as well. A he's worked, wearing a nurse. Yep, nurse, nurse. He just graduated from a Mount nursing Carmel. school yeah. from we, Mount Carmel. We could say the name. Of okay. The All right. We okay. Nursing school. <laughs> okay. Mount Carmel College of Nursing. Yep. All right. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so we wanted to do this kind of around Halloween, but you know what? What is it like November seventh? So we're what five days removed from the Day of the Dead, so we're close enough, right? Every day is the Day of the Dead in, in this the, house. In this house, yes, it is. It. You're absolutely right. Um, but uh, yeah, I just. In my interactions with Keith, because I'm, uh, I was friends uh, with, I'm, I am friends with his wife, Laura. Um, just hanging out with him, guys got great stories, and I'm like, dude, you've got awesome stories. Your podcast material, bring your ass. So he's here with us live today, so we can, uh, so we can share some of his stories from nursing school and uh, various hospitals that he's worked at. So, um, so it's pretty cool. We're pretty excited. I, I'm, I'm just excited to have a live person in here. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've enjoyed interviewing folks over the phone and stuff like that we've had a lot of fun but uh it's cool to switch it up a little bit so i appreciate you coming out keith it's not a problem good. man not a problem anytime we're gonna have more uh more people here i um i think i'm just gonna randomly 
grab some people, maybe from my street or up on Bryce. Yeah. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Those folks that are like they, the ones that like ask for change and shit. Typically. And the, and the very clean clothes. Typically, the best ones to ask are the ones yeah. right outside of BP. Yeah. yeah. Um, that are just standing there mm-hmm. um, with a MERS. Yes. Uh, containing syringes and or uh, used condoms or wipes. Mm, I and, would uh, I would I would say no thank you to I'm that. I'm going to ask them to uh, to so come and join us. Yeah. It, yeah. That's very true. Very yeah. true. At least they're safe. Recycling. I don't yeah. know I don't know what they're using them on, but it, they're probably safe. Anyway, my jeans. You didn't let me finish my fucking story about okay. my jeans. No, they're not fine. jeans, they're sweatpants. Are wow, you're kidding. They're like jeggings. Oh wow. I am bringing back the man man jeggings. The magendings. Were, was this I can't a put thing that before? together. I thought this was just a new thing. I didn't know this was a thing before. Everything's been a thing before. There's nothing new anymore. I'm sure man jeggings existed somewhere. You think so? Oh, I, I'm willing to bet. I'm going to Google man jegging. Okay. I, no, then, I don't know if I want to do that because I Googled Nina Hartley and I saw what. Mm. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, that led to one of the most successful shows we've ever had. And so. it's going to lead to an excess, a successful journey. An excessive show. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. going to keep going forever. Um. So, uh, so yeah. Oh, no, I I was fooled at first by your man jegging jean sweatpants. I went vegan and I start wearing man jeggings. You are such a bitch. And then my allergies acted up. It's amazing. God. I know. It's horrible. How's your vagina coming in? I don't know. I'm going to graduate from Mount Carmel soon. <laughs> he will. School of gynecology. He's there. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. All right, well, you talk for All right, a while. well, enough about your allergies and your mangina and your jegging sweats. So, uh, so, when you gra- so Keith, when you graduate from nursing school, you're an RN... RNBSN, yeah. RNBSN. Okay, cool. My, well, my sister's an LPN. I couldn't remember what the difference was. So RN is obviously you're a little higher on the totem pole there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Oh, you know the conversation we had about eating the mic? You could probably eat yours a little more. Eat, okay. Yeah, that's good. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, someone's here. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> no, Bubba, you can't. We can't eat our mics. Keith can eat his. So that's Why weird. not? <laughs> all right. So. Uh, just a few general questions to start. What, what made you decide on a nursing career? Is I mean, everybody's got their own different Holy reason. Holy shit. We'll go down this rabbit hole then. Um, originally... This whole show's a rabbit hole. I'm telling you. <laughs> Actually, I was a truck driver. Okay. A uh, big rig. And I don't know if you noticed, I'm a little fat. So... <laughs> <laughs> Understatement or what? What's going on? Um, it was the way you said it. So he's like, "It's all right." So, okay, so, so yeah, folks. So he was, he was the cracked out. ice road trucker. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was it. So what? He was a husky <laughs> fellow. Judge, kept warm. Don't judge. Uh, and I found out I had sleep apnea, so I went to a sleep study. And holy crap, being able to finally breathe and sleep, and I was like, oh, you know what? I think I want to. I'll be a sleep study technician. Hell yeah! I'll go back to school finally and and do that yeah i was like okay all right looking up uh, oh columbus state's got it all right all right all right all right oh, all right oh well that's a i could get a respiratory therapist and a certificate in sleep study okay i'll do that the anyone who goes to columbus state who wants to uh get into any medical field has to take a stna course yeah it's sort of like being a pca or whatever yeah i've heard of that um you have to take a course, and for two days, you have to go to any nursing home. Mm-hmm. 
Night of the Living Dead, absolute hell. I oh. I would never <laughs> ever work in a nursing home. It was the most miserable sixteen hours I've ever had in my life. Well, my it. my grandma went to a nursing home, like a nursing home slash rehabilitation facility, when she had her hip replaced. And I go, Grandma, if you get war- if you get bad. I'm never putting you in one of these right. places. I mean, uh, my heart goes out to all those workers there because uh, it, the ratios are insane, mm-hmm. and there's no realistic uh, uh, goal to obtain to help these people. It's just yeah. impossible. And uh, long story short, pretty much, there was a woman who was sitting there who had to use the bathroom. I turned over to a full nurse's station, like eight people at this nurse's station, mm. and she's like literally just right across from you and me. And I just turn. I'm like, I can't ambulate this patient because my instructor's not here. She's got to go to the bathroom. Okay, we got it. We got it. We got it. So me and this other guy, we're like the only two guys in this course. We have to go give our very first bed bath on this woman who's completely contractured, has an ostomy bag, and we're terrified. Like, moving this woman... Like you oh, just yeah. hear crunching and screeching, and we're like, going, "Oh God, oh, don't hurt, <laughs> don't die on me just from giving you a bath." Oh God! So an hour later, <laughs> I was just freaking out. You know, which is ridiculous to get an hour for a bed bath. You look at these uh, STNAs over there, and they're going, "I got it <laughs> done." Uh, I we I finally leave. And she's still sitting there, and I walk by the nurse's station again, and I'm like, hey, did you get taken care of? She goes, no. Nobody helped me. Well, now I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. So I ran and got my instructor, and I said, look, this woman's been waiting an hour to use the bathroom. Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And uh, we came, we ambulated her, and that was sort of the moment where I decided, well, hell, if no one else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. And that's when I decided to be a nurse. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, so you work in a in a hospital now? Yes. You don't have to divulge the name, no. but you actually are you now? What like so you were in the emergency room? No, OR, no, I'm, on, like I'm on a, a general like med surge floor. Okay, and we've been seeing a lot more just med than surge, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I started thinking for a while now we're on a psych floor, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I have a buddy who does psych for uh, university hospitals up in Cleveland. Yeah, he's got some stories too. <laughs> oh yes, they do. Yes, oh they man, do. yeah, he's like uh, he goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, I was talking to him one day, and he's like, Kyle. He goes, I need three days off a week, man. He goes, I cannot. <laughs> well, I cannot do this. I cannot do this five days a week anymore. It's ridiculous. My, my very first introduction to any psych patient was a guy. I, this was when I was still a PCA, but this was a guy who loved to shove things in in his penis. First time, who I, doesn't? Uh, he did. Uh, okay. I I don't. When, I don't do that. No, I thought it was. He had normal. a pen cap shoved <laughs> okay. all the way into his penis. All right, no way. And had to get it surgically removed. Yes. No, I mean, I mean, this is like. How do you do that? To- we can look up on on like the screen at the ER for reason why people are visiting and things stuck in butt. I mean, you just, just, well, that's understandable. Right. I mean, Wait, more so like, than the penis thing. I've right, never heard that before. So was it like an Excel spreadsheet? And like in this column, we have the people yeah, yeah, who have the flu. Of. These are the columns no, with no, the people you're, you're with not, the thing not, shoved no, up no, their no, ass. No, 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 no. It's okay. all going to say it down just one line. Oh, okay. And it's just, there's just some that you just are laughing at. Like, <laughs> Like, was, was, he a norm, was he a normal guy? What? I mean, was everything fine? Was he a nice guy? I'm sure he was. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I mean, especially if you I didn't go in and ask. Yeah. Like, so when you're not shoving things in your penis, uh, how are you? <laughs> God, well, I'm great. You know, I got a little bit of back pain. That would be horrible. Kind of yeah, hurts when I, I bend mean, over. You, you have certain patients. You have to remove everything from the room because if it's not bolted down, they're going to try to swallow it. Man, that's like little kid stuff. Man. Right. I mean, that's crazy. Out. Take wow. everything out of the room. <laughs> wow. Um, I also want to touch on your attire, which is awesome. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to let everybody know, Keith is rocking the Cold Chamber uh, knit cap with the Reptar zip up hoodie. Um, I'm really glad quite, someone else quite, knows who Cold Chamber is. Yes, um, uh, also Sons of Anarchy shirt. Oh, okay. So he is. So he fits in perfectly yeah. here on the show. So Good. that's another reason people, why we invited him. People I work with really question who I am when I'm like blaring metal and death metal mm-hmm. while charting <laughs> and I, they're like this guy takes care of people yeah. i think we should be concerned yeah at my job i i uh i don't take phone calls anymore i do chat online with customers so i'm listening to my music all the time and i'll stand up and i'll just start like kind of dancing a little bit mm-hmm. people are like what are you listening to and i was like it could be anywhere from michael jackson to metallica to keith <laughs> urban to keith urban no not keith urban <laughs> by the way uh bubba um when uh he's he thinks that all people who look country or hillbilly or country singers he just calls them keith urban <laughs> Just, I, I'm willing to go down that route. That, yeah. Thank you so, so much. I know, I know it's kind of a, kind of hey, a who's tangent. Keith Urban? I know. We were just talking about this before you got here, uh, Keith. And <laughs> <laughs> not, not to be confused with them there, Keith Urban, okay? Okay, but, here, but here's, here's the funny part about it. Bubba, uh, I was like, oh, so you think, all, you think all country singers are Keith Urban like people in Texas think all soft drinks are Coke? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's a mm-hmm. Coke. Right, like, right. yeah, what, what kind of Coke you want? Right, right, oh, right, the clear right. kind. Right. Well, He's like, I go, no, I was like, Keith Urban doesn't even wear a cowboy hat. He thinks that all people wear cowboy hats, just calls him Keith Urban. Keith I Urban. go, Keith Urban doesn't wear a cowboy hat. I go, Keith Urban's Australian. Keith Urban doesn't need to do shit. Okay? Yeah, he, does, he didn't even know Keith Urban was Australian. <laughs> that's okay. It's weird to listen to him sing country music, and it'll be like, yep, and that's the new single off my new album. <laughs> they, it's called buy me a truck all country singers look alike to me yeah they yeah well I'm, that's I'm true. country singer racist you are i am very much so yeah and all and all mariachi bands look the same too oh that's horrible dude oh oh okay seriously okay wait how many mariachi bands have you seen 16. i've actually seen a few like oh my yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want to go where you're going. i used to be a groupie <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i used to be yeah <laughs> yeah the, for, mariachi for, march yeah uh, los matadores they're great um <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so that's I, I wanted to let everybody know that too before I forgot because that was funny. He didn't even know. He knew, he, he doesn't know nothing about Keith. I'm <laughs> sitting <laughs> right here. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for like not even acknowledging no, the fact no, that I'm right sitting here, here. Right here, right, right here. Just, just keep contact. Just, it's just me, contact. me and Bubba and, is the biggest idiot ever, what? and you should have heard what he such, said. Such a douche. <laughs> <laughs> he really hears if I whisper. Hold on a second. Where Keith Urban's from? Keith Urban. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's not even from the city. <laughs> Why is he urban? Where does he get that twang from? Keith Urban Meyer. That's a boomerang twang. <laughs> boomerang twang? <laughs> wow. Welcome. That's Okay, now I learned something. <laughs> there you go. That's why we're friends. All right. Oh, man. So... um. 
so your first day of nursing school, or at least you know when you first got into nursing school, did they throw you right into the the heavy shit, or was it really just kind of like, well, look what? at these pictures and then tell me if they have cancer? Well, the heavy shit. Well, yeah, like the diabetes ward. Oh no! Diabetes. That's, that's, oh, that's easy. That's easy. Come that on! Diabetes. Wow. Wow. It, look, look uh, now working in a hospital, it. everyone has diabetes. Diabetes, <laughs> <laughs> the sugars. Diabetes. They got the sugars. The sugars. Everybody's got it. It's the craziest thing. If if I have a day where I'm not giving insulin, I'm like, what's wrong here? <laughs> oh, my God. I think, uh, yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, working in the business I am, I, I everyone says that to me. I've got diabetes. i got mm-hmm. diabetes. i got plantar fasciitis. Really? You do? No. They That's don't. something that football players get football everybody players, cops, everybody fucking, nurses people yeah. who are constantly on their feet yeah get but that. everyone thinks they have that whenever there's a foot problem everyone thinks they have that and that's no why matter you saw what them 150 you got a fucking hangnail on their pinky toe but, i got plantar fasciitis they what won't, they won't go they won't go to the hospital for any reason though yeah, WebMD has been the worst thing to happen to healthcare. <laughs> oh, don't every, get me started. Everyone has person is a doctor, and every single person's a nurse. Come, well, I watched on TV and one of those shows where the nurse did this and the doctor did that, and I really feel like I need Dilaudid. What do you take at home? Aspirin. <laughs> what does the aspirin work? Yeah, but I really feel like I need Dilaudid here. What? You're here for a GI bleed. What are you talking about? <laughs> Probably because you take aspirin. Yeah. It's eating through the line. Oh, my God. You know, it, it's so funny. Oh, oh, yeah. The thing with WebMD is... Um, you either the HIV or cancer. Oh, right. Oh, it's the worst thing imaginable. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's I have a like, sore throat. It says I have HIV. Shit. And it's like, okay, so um, there was some uh, there was some blood in my snot. So let's look it up on WebMD. Oh, all brain right. Brain tumor. I have, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, brain tumor. Yeah, brain tumor. What? I was like, wait, wait a minute. I was like, I have a headache. How do I have HPV? Right. <laughs> A girl's like, like it just, oh, and, I'm and it's a little at pain the right here, testicular cancer. <laughs> and, and, and well, and, and that's the thing though. I think they switched it up because the worst shit used to be right at the top. It was like, let's just get the bad news out of the way first. Um, your knee hurts, you could have cancer. Now it's at the very bottom when they list it. It's like, oh, okay, well, it could just be a sprain, or you know, maybe you walk down the steps wrong, or maybe you'll die in a month. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I actually went on WebMD a couple months ago. Well, oh. it's well, it's been about a year ago because I had sciatic nerve problems. Okay, and I didn't know it was my sciatic nerve. And I'm sure you know where sciatic nerve affects many different areas on the body. And I didn't know what the hell was going on. I think I told you this story. Yeah, you may because have. the sciatic nerve actually hits the junk area a little bit, and I didn't know bit. what the fuck was going on. Because I obviously have a sting, like a burning thing in my, I called it the hot leg. Yeah, the hot leg, yeah, when you get the, the But yeah, I was on WebMD, pain. like, stinging this and burning that, and I was scared shitless. I'm like, and did I see, you, like, a hooker nine times without knowing? Like, I don't know what happened. Did it tell you you had to clap? But a good thing came, <laughs> a good thing came out of it. I went to the doctor and had every single test done, and everything was good. And so I have that going for me. And then they said, you have sciatic nerve problems. Yep. So anyway, that was my, my, da- story. my dad had that as well. What? Uh, sciatic nerve. It's horrible. Worst, yeah. worst thing I've ever been through. Well, no, kidney stones. That was the worst. Oh, dad's had that too. Yeah. I remember. Oh, I remember making that call. My dad's had multiple. I was on my knees crying, and that was the third time that's happened to me. Being on my knees crying. What? And only the, one the time other, was the kidney stones. Oh, and the other one was at the Color Me Bad concert. 
No, that was the one time. Just the one oh, time. No, and then <laughs> when I walked through the door, he was like, yeah. Like, Keith, you're here. Tell me what this thing is on my ass. Prison. You, you know, you get that more often than you think. <laughs> and then uh, as a nurse, you know, we can go, oh, shit. You need to go see a doctor. Well, what is it? I can't tell you. It I might. may know. Yeah. Medically, I may know, but we cannot diagnose. Yeah. We could do nursing diagnosis. Like someone's like, oh, you got pneumonia. We could say impaired gas exchange. You know, yeah. we can't say it for yeah. what we can't tell you it's pneumonia. We could just say it's impaired gas exchange. And that sounds uh, so, fancy. But, but we're sitting there going, it's fucking pneumonia. Can you give, can you give hints? No, no, you could, yeah. The hint is get your ass to a doctor. <laughs> like, say, that's your hint. Yeah. It's like two words. Oh shit! That looks like, oh. Sounds like. Looks, yeah. Come on, come on. Sounds doctor. like doctor. doctor. Rancer. Yeah. Finn <laughs> Lancer. That's what. Rhyme it out and get your ass to a doctor. Sounds like a moomer. A moomer. <laughs> it's not a moomer. It's not the Mooma. Come on, listen to me now. Come on, he does it better than me. Do it now. Get your ass to a doctor. Come on, stop laughing. We Arnold's in a minute. We will. It's not going to be too. Fucking die. That's one monster energy drink. There you go. Yeah, he's 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 uh he's double dosing the caffeine. So how many shifts have you worked? I did three twelves in a row. Damn, dude's a beast. Yeah, come on, <laughs> get down, push your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> he does come better on. than me. I'll never do Arnold again. He does it better than me. Thank you. Oh man. Oh wow. I want that in writing. <laughs> no, you're not getting it in writing. You're not getting it in writing. As soon as he leaves, I'll get right back into it. Um, but it was great because you actually had a, a real uh, TV show star comedian woman say that you did a good job yeah she so you she have that going for me it. yeah she was entertained by it i just don't want her to listen to him and think i'm chopped liver now <laughs> oh, by, the, by the way i text her uh and asked yeah. her if she wanted to join us with the nina trip and she it's during uh uh pilot season oh okay and she can't and uh she really wishes she could though that which is really awesome. weird that i can just text someone like that and say hey you want to go with us that, that's cool yeah Jim it's kind of like texting nina hartley and saying I, hey I, you want to go to toronto toronto sex with us I thought, yeah i'll let you know probably I'm like mm-hmm. what? Okay, it's cool. It's very cool stuff. And um I, I tweet Jen sometimes too, so I like to keep up with what's going on in her world. I follow her on the Instagram, the Twitter, and the Facebook. She's on my MySpace. She's in my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> what are you a musician? <laughs> are they even on there still? That, those are the only people that use MySpace. Mariachi anymore. bands. Mariachi, yeah, yeah, mariachi bands. That's no, where you see You're my top ten list. <laughs> That's where really? I found him. You like my background? You yeah. come onto my uh, channel and you can listen to my music. It'd be nice for you, man. I I also uh, and I'm fired and and, po- and po- polka bands too. Polka bands, yeah. Uh, I love Swedish things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Oh man, uh, I think I, that's why. Were... That's why. That's what I. That's what I love about this show. What, we will what go. What's your question? I don't. I don't even know. I'm asking myself what my question was. I think at it's this something point. to do with the thick of it. Well, I, I mean, inter- I interrupted. I apologize. Uh, no, it's okay. Well, thick. well, we'll we'll move on because this this kind of ties into okay. you know you're getting into you're All getting right. to school. Okay. Tell me about the fir- the first thing in nursing school that made you stop and go. That's fucking gross. 
Um, you know, being I was a PCA first, so I would say nothing in nursing school made me say that was gross. Okay. I've seen surgeries. I almost got to see someone's leg get amputated. Uh, I've seen someone's insides pretty much on the outside. Uh, to, when I was a PCA, and I was trying to figure out if nursing school was even right for me, because mm-hmm. that's the only way you're going to figure it out. Get get your ass into a, a PCA role because you don't need you don't need any education for that. That's the scary part. Yeah. Whoa. They're just like, <laughs> hey, you want to take care of people? Fuck yeah, I do. All right, here you go. <laughs> Where are these scrubs? Here's some training. Learn how to poke a finger and get a blood pressure, and you're on your way. Uh, so the very first uh, group of patients they gave me years ago uh, was this sweet 90-year-old woman who was given a lot of milk and magnesia. Wow. And if no one knows what that is, it's going to clear out your bowels. Wow. Pretty good. And on a 90-year-old woman, it's like Drano. Uh. So no one tells me. No one warns me. (laughs) This patient needs to get to the bedside commode, which (laughs) such a great invention, too. Uh, Let's just trap all that smell in one central location. It was Wow. And none of those rooms are vented, so it's (laughs) magical. Oh, Jesus. I help her on. She goes, oh, it's coming. And next thing you know, <laughs> I'm hearing this sweet old lady. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> and it just goes and goes. And I'm going, holy crap, Grandma. And it's just going <laughs> and going and going. And the smell just wafts up and hits you like a ton of bricks. Boom. And that was the moment because when all that's done, you realize, now I have to wipe her. Oh God! <laughs> that was the moment I realized I can do this. Yeah. Now this. Now if you, if you want to rank smells, the worst to me. That's not Bubba, even that bad. That's Bubba not is bad. not doing well over here right now. Folks. I don't think being sick you know. and hearing my stories are going to work well. For no, me. it's allergies. But oh, okay. <laughs> I have I have a real problem with shit. A real problem with shit. We had a whole section on the show about his. I should have been here for 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 the shit. Well, the thing is, I was like shit. Yeah. I have dogs that have eaten shit, and if I right. watch them, it makes me get sick. Long story short, I used to have a dog. She went outside, ate shit, came in the house, sat in my lap, vomited the shit onto me. <laughs> I started shitting, or started vomiting. <laughs> he started shitting. No, it was, a, every, it was a chain reaction. Everybody was shitting vomiting all over the fucking yeah. house for like, like 20 minutes. like family guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> like, I didn't know whose was who. It was like a big puddle of sh- shit vomit. Anyway, so, proceed. Yeah. Now, now, that's weird, because... A lot of people either can't deal with shit, can't deal with vomit, or it's sputum. It's one or the other. Like mm-hmm. when someone like keeps going, <coughs> like yeah, like people make that noise. You're just sitting there going, <coughs> <coughs> sounded like a walker there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no! But the smelliest of all smells, and I'll never forget it. Besides cracking pizza that I smelled at the Alro Sevilla once, <laughs> uh, <laughs> really bad combination. Don't know what they smell. You know, crack smells like individual, but with pizza, awful. Don't recommend it. <laughs> I smelled uh, that at the Cold Chamber wait, concert wait. and Slipknot at the Al Rosa years ago. Wait, did well, so so the the crack and pizza? What did somebody mistake it for the Parmesan cheese? No, no, no. It, okay, so there was a band in Columbus called Cringe. Okay, and they were the huge. I loved Cringe, yeah. and I was a high school 
geek of this band mm-hmm. and i would see them every time they played at the al rosa villa and tom klein would actually take me backstage like every time because cool. he knew i was such a big fan and uh, just one time we both opened the door this is after the security guard's like hey you ain't getting in here and i was like oh shit and he's like no no he's with me he's with me he's fine we opened the back door went to the green room and it's just a small little shit room yeah <laughs> played yeah. there many times and like you get ready you're like oh god toilet i wouldn't even sit on yeah <laughs> uh you open the door and there's this guy with what i can only imagine to be a questionable woman <laughs> <laughs> sucking down a crack pipe with pizza right there and i just go whoom right in the face again and i'm like Oh, that's some smelly shit right there. It's like, I think we're going to leave. I'll see you later. We go out. I'll never forget that. No, but the smelliest of smelly is someone with half-digested chicken broth coming out of their ileostomy bag. That was the worst smell ever. Dude. Oh, my. Because you could still smell parts of the chicken broth. So... It just was. Bubba is not doing well over <laughs> here right now. <laughs> yeah, that, All right. that was the it's, most rank. Oh, man. I can only imagine. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm not. Oh, man. Aaron, if you're listening to this, I'm not eating your chicken soup for a while. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Mm-mm. No way. And she makes a good chicken soup. That ain't happening. I'm glad I went vegan. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, use the vegan. Rosie doesn't have a broccoli story. I'm all good right now. Don't even. Don't. No, I won't. I won't do no. it. You'll ruin my life. Oh, man. Um, I rank broccoli smell up there, though. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. Yeah. That's the worst smell in the world, but I love what? them. What do you mean the worst smell in the world? Well, Brussels when it comes sprouts. to food, if you've cooked Brussels sprouts, it's nasty as shit. It's horrible, but I love eating them. I've browned... Uh, you browned Brussels, what? I browned, uh, you uh, know, when you when you like what? put them on the pan. The who? You brown Brussels Rice? sprouts. Oh, yeah. In a pan with like butter and stuff. With chicken? No, with uh, Parmesan cheese. Oh, would you put wine or on crack? it? crack, no. Okay. <laughs> it was pretty good. Huh? I, I didn't think the smell was that bad. It's good. Your allergies are fucking you up. You want some Benadryl? It, they're not fucking dude i'm fucked up anyway you well, know like well, this, that true story I'm mild today true story asshole <laughs> <laughs> that's and and we're friends i can say shit like that so get over it um so whether it's in nursing school or whether you're at the hospital or anything like that you ever have a moment where you panicked oh yeah oh yeah your very first code where you're the nurse and people are starting to ask you questions because yeah any nurse will stand up for this one. Uh, mm-hmm. It never happens when you're all caught up and <laughs> you've looked at the patient's chart. It's always shift change where you've just gotten it and yeah. the other nurse is gone from the other shift. And you're going, they're like, what medicine this person can? I don't know. What's <laughs> this person's history? Through. How the hell do I know? And you're like going, uh, trying to figure it all out. Now, now, when it's not your patient, you're like, I'm on it. Let's do this. And you're doing compressions and you're getting mm-hmm. on it. And that leads to a different topic that we'll talk about later <laughs> yeah. for sure because it's one I really want to talk about. Um, but it, that is a horrifying moment is your very first code. Mm-hmm. And I was still a nursing student and it was my um, oh, what, uh, leadership course where you actually join up with a nurse for the whole uh, quarter 
and you become the nurse. It's the very first time you actually oh, okay. see what a nurse does, and you're not just going, I'm a glorified PCA that gives the meds to this one patient. You oh, okay. the whole yeah. team. And you are like, holy crap, it's more than I ever thought, and it's a lot of responsibility. And you know, trying to trying to do that for the very first time when it's mm-hmm. all on you getting questioned yeah. in that moment where this patient's tanking, that's horrifying. Oh yeah. I can oh my God. I thought I thought my job made me panic at points. No way. That's that's my what I do is child's play compared to that stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. At least with me too. I feel like Al Bundy. <laughs> hey, <Pike. laughs> Put my hand on my pants. And I'm, uh, my 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 jeggings. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, hey, Pike, I had a dream that I came back and you weren't here. <laughs> you all had just gone. It was great. I love that show. Oh yeah, Married with Children. Awesome. It's a classic. I used to watch it. I used to watch it with my mom all the time. It's still on. I know. They they rerun it on like TBS it's and like stuff. It's like the only ridiculous. good thing that you see in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's one of those shows that always, there's like there's like a group of like four shows that always play in a hospital. Oh, and it's always it's the crime dramas. Matlock. Which is, which is great, by the way, when someone's trying to recover. And the body was found in the dumpster, head decapitated, <laughs> and semen shoved in the neck hole. You're going, What? <laughs> What is going on here? <laughs> yeah. How is this person going to heal? And the confused ones, too. Yeah. I don't know why it's on for the confused patients, but they're going, they found the body. I know where the body is. You're going, oh, God, why? Put it on the music channel. What are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob, anything, please. Sponge, yes, Put it on, on PBS, quick. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would I would be uh, I would be that patient in the hospital trying to fake out the the doctors and nurses with like different voices, like I would take I would take medicine and I'd start talking like Ozzy Osbourne. The funny thing is, I'd be like, "What what's your, what is the fuck you gave me? What's your shit? Shut up! What is it? What is it? Shut up! <laughs> you know, it, it's amazing though. You start picking up on who's doing that and who's not. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't able to tell at first, but then. I had a patient who the oncoming nurse is sitting there actually thinking that she's really out of it. And this patient's talking about, and the spaceships are going 500 miles an hour and everything. And she's going, oh, that's really fast. Because, you know, I mean, yeah. if it's a confused patient, you're just, whatever you believe. You just kind of roll uh, you with it. You just go with it. You're like, whatever. Because, I mean, you could sit there and get frustrated all you want. Try and, yeah, okay. You know you're in the hospital. Outer space. Okay, you're in outer space. Whatever. <laughs> You know, why fight it? And they're just going to get frustrated. Did you ever, like, hover over somebody and be like, welcome to the mothership? (laughs) (laughs) While they're on the table? (laughs) No. No. Can't say I did that one. Has there ever been a time that you had to really, really, really hold back a lot of laughter in front of somebody? Um, there's a time where I didn't hold back a lot of laughter. <laughs> okay, I want to. I want to hear. Even this. better, I want to no, hear about oh, it. Oh God, no! It was something random. I was like, I was walking down the hall, and all I heard was, "Bitch, you ain't doing shit." <laughs> <laughs> and I lost it. I I just started laughing. And next was this I'm, a patient? Yeah, it was a patient talking to another nurse, and I was on the ground like, <laughs> "Bitch, you ain't doing shit." Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't wow. know. I, I don't know why it was so funny, but just at the time, man, I just oh, 
that was good. That was, that was a good laugh. I remember when I uh, when I took my dad to the hospital. I took him to Mount Carmel East for uh, his kidney stones. It was really bad. Like he was sweating, he was buckling, and I was like, at first I was like, oh shit! I was like, here we go, next one in the family to get a heart attack. I was panicking at first when he was clutching his side. I was like, thank God. So I still called the ambulance. They came and got him. <laughs> thank God he's clutching his side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank, I was like, I was like, I'm not going to experience that because I'm just going to drink water for the rest of my life. But uh, you have fun with those kidney stones. Doesn't work. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, no. Wow. That's that's yeah. I heard that was a myth, so I was kind of pissed. But I could have been drinking all kinds of good shit yeah. between now and then. Now you've just been yeah, missing just been, out on life. Yeah, I've just been torturing myself this whole time. Oh, ignorance is bliss. Anyway, so I we get him to the hospital and he's laying in there and I'm I'm out in the waiting room and they're like, Well, you can come back and see him now. We've got him on morphine, you know, we're giving him something to break it up, whatever. I'm walking through like the little emergency area where they've got everybody set up. And from and it was like not even a very long walk to my dad's bed. Right. But I heard probably about 15 different sounds I don't ever want to hear again. I heard this guy coughing. It sounded like the worst cough ever. Like liquid was coming out of him is what it sounded like. And then there was one part where I walked by the like the curtains were closed around the bed, so that's never a good sign. And then all of a sudden I hear a, oh, fuck. From behind the curtain, I'm like... I walked faster after I heard that. <laughs> so I'm like walking towards my dad's bed. I get to my dad's bed. And the nurse is sitting there. She's attractive. Dad's on morphine, so he's hitting on her. Of course. Of so course. he so yeah. he so he's looped out and he's like and he was like he was like, Hey, he's like, sweetie, I just wanna let you know you're doing a great job. <laughs> you are amazing. And she was like, All right, she was like, Well, thank you very much, Mark. She's like, I'll be right back. I gotta go get something real quick, I'll be right back. And so I'm sitting there like, you know, hey, how you feeling? I was like, are the drugs working? Are you still in pain? He's like, no, man, I feel fucking phenomenal, dude. And I'm like, great. I was like, cool, just relax. I was like, well, we'll, we're, we'll, get, we'll get everything finished up here, and I'll take you back home. And um, all of a sudden, he's like, where's that hot nurse at? <laughs> like, he's like, man, she had nice hands. You know, I get I get told that about me all yeah. the time. He was like, "Man, she's got nice hands." Here, where's warm. that hot nurse? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> a, that was my Halloween costume. <laughs> hot nurse. Hot nurse. I, yeah, and I was told by my wife I can't dress up like I do in normal everyday life, <laughs> so I became a zombie instead. <laughs> You're like, "Sorry, honey." The- Actually, the funny thing is, and this will piss off a whole bunch of L and D nurses. Yeah. But that's what I dressed up as, a zombie nurse, uh, L&D nurse, because it's just a horrifying thought being a labor and delivery nurse. Oh, yeah. Just no desire. Mm. But I will tell Uh you, that's where I had one of those, like, like, life moments was seeing an actual birth. Mm -hmm. My wife's pissed that it wasn't with her. (laughs) 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 But, like, I had to sit down for 20 minutes. I drank a cup of coffee. After watching that, you're like... Oh shit! <laughs> you just like everything's in perspective. You're going, oh man, wow, crazy. My mind would go right to the movie Aliens, but it's uh, just me. You would think so? Not really. No, no. It, I mean, I guess after d- doing everything I've done, and yeah. uh, you know, like the, uh, the, the seeing people naked now is like not a thing. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's you get so desensitized to it that you, you walk in. Okay, this guy's naked completely naked all right yeah all, all right, right let's get your clothes back what, on all right what'd you shove up your pee hole today buddy and then i've done enough catheters to it just doesn't 
That's a funny story. Okay, it looks like you, that's a story you want to hear All right, so let's Come tell on, that let's story. <laughs> yeah, talk about it, please. So, again, it was my training to be a PCA, and they want they wanted me to, you know, you got to put in a catheter. They don't do it anymore. PCAs mm-hmm. aren't allowed to do it anymore. Why? Um, because they thought that if nurses did it only, then it would um, decrease the rate of infections. But what they hmm. didn't understand was it wasn't the insertion of the catheter that was the problem. It was people keeping up on the care of the catheter that was the problem. Yeah. Um, in fact, PCAs have been doing it at that hospital for years and years and years and years and years. Never been a problem. But the infection rates went up because people stopped cleaning it. it, it, it the cleaning stuff started becoming whose job was it instead of let's just clean it. Yeah. Um, so they thought, well, and now even at this point, I think now they're they're creating a team to go around and deal with catheters and other things, which is weird. But uh, at the time we did it, and the very first time I come in to the to this room, and here's a guy who gets all these cat, straight cats over and over and over, which is ironic because now there's a possibility of introducing infection every eight hours. Yeah. So why not just put an indwelling cath and call it a day? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh so she looks at me and goes, it's your turn. And I go, okay, okay, okay. And now you have to grab the guy. Oh, you got to you you gotta, gotta, gotta grab the you goods. You have to grab him. So you have to get past everything you've ever, you know. Everything you everything ever learned that, in a locker room right, or a bathroom or in life. Goes away. Bye-bye. And you have to get used to this idea of being able to grab another male. So I go, in my head I'm going, <laughs> but I'm professional and I'm trying not to show anything. And I I do it, and all I hear from my instructor is, choke up on it! <laughs> I went, this isn't oh. baseball! <laughs> choke and she, goes, the bat there. she goes, now shove it in, shove it in, oh. shove it in, like, like a circus, shove it in, and then you're sitting there doing it, and she goes, now, now, can you feel it? Can you feel it? <laughs> With your hand as you're inserting, I'm going. I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. Oh man, uh, I would not want somebody coaching me on that. <laughs> yeah, yep, in get, my in your ear the whole right, time. Right, leaning over you as you're doing it for the first time, and I still tell that story to everyone that I come across. This is the funniest <laughs> story. No, this is where I'm lost. When you brought up how you need to, you had to forget all the stuff. That you know wasn't right about grabbing a penis. Yeah, um, a, another person's penis. You know, well, that's yeah. what I'm it, talking about. You don't you don't just walk around no, grabbing other people's penises, right? Well, not. Right, well, so, I mean, if you had gone to that wedding, I'd gone to the story oh, okay, would have been different. Well, but okay, but other than that, no, I'm, no. I'm saying as 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 a straight male, you never thought you were ever going to grab another man's junk, junk yeah, at yeah. all. Well, so no. you have to get rid of that taboo in your head because it's a taboo. I got mm-hmm. rid of that a long time ago. Anyway, go ahead. All right. <laughs> All right. But it, the more it, you it, know. It, it, so it's just something you never thought of. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I sort of felt the same way, though, when it came well, to cathing a 90-year-old woman. It's just something you never thought you would do. You don't do. just dive right in. Right. It's it's just not normal for you. And now, now I'd rather cath the male any day of the week. 
give me a guy to cast. I'd rather go because they're easier. You can get it done quick. Mm-hmm. Um, women have a lot. Or, um, some women I've cast have had a lot of issues, some prolapses, and mm-hmm. you're going, "Where's where is it? Yeah. I don't. I don't. <sighs> you can't. You. It's just mm-hmm. landmarks aren't there. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> I've had, oh, Bubba's just made the best oh, face right now. I've had veteran nurses oh, go, man. I don't see it. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, and sometimes you got to get, you know, urology in there to do it. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, there, there's a lot of things, a lot of taboos you have to get over. And it, it just, honestly, it just takes repetition. And next thing you know, you'll end up like me where I'm like, give me a guy. <laughs> so Now, have you ever had a female um, that, wanted a female to do it yes okay How, how'd you take that uh at first at first you sort of take it a little like personal but then after a while you're like fine that's good all right let's go she'd rather have a female <laughs> you get to the Don't point where you're me. like <laughs> you need to come over here doesn't want me you're good have you ever had a guy yes that wants that a female was, that was the strangest one out of them all because all he wanted to do was roll onto a bedpan so all he had to do was roll. I put it under him, and he rolls back. If you don't want it for the next part, <laughs> wiping you, then. But no, but he was sexist because okay. he oh. said, oh, yeah. he said, you bring the women in here to do their job. So I was <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's sort of my job, too. Yeah. So, so, uh, so guess what? This is going to hurt, asshole. <laughs> so I, I went out there and told him. I'm like this. Like the patients don't think that, you know, stuff like that gets forwarded, but it does. Mm. I mean, those comments, you know, just. Yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, do you do you ever know of any other nurses who may be a little less gentle to a patient if they're acting like that? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it wouldn't. I mean, you know, people. Uh, I think in this society we reward a lot of people f- who can complain the most and the loudest and be yeah. the most rude. Mm-hmm. So people think if they scream loud enough for a medication or for something, they're going to get it. Yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Not happening. No. Like, uh, like they, people want their morphine or their Dilaudid and it's not good enough it's not enough it's like well we have orders we can only do what we see as orders and you know we can't call the physician every so you know i mean Mm -hmm. we can't annoy them but they're gonna they say the same thing no we're not increasing this or no we're not going to give that or yes we're going to give that and we go and say it and we end up being the punching bags but my bedside manner would be terrible i'd sit there be like dude if i go and get you more morphine we're going to get three levels of the word no and there's no getting past that. So just sit there and shut the hell up and watch your matlock. But vice versa, you know, today's society, we have a really big um, drug problem. Yes. And there's a flip side to that coin, too. I like there's a OK here. I was a nursing student and there was a patient. I don't know. He may be a drug seeker. I'm not really sure. They're talking about this outside of this patient's room with the door open. The oh, nurse is saying geez. it. The physician's saying it. I look in. I go, that guy? Well, yeah. I go, he's got a fucking chest tube. <laughs> I said, I need two uh, I need two more chest tubes. Why? So I can cram it into your ribs and you tell me if you're in fucking pain. <laughs> yeah. I, look, uh, he, True. He, who cares if, he's, if he is a, a drug addict? 
You have a tube in your chest. Yeah. He's going to need pain meds. <laughs> that shit's going to hurt. Like, I under- and the incredible thing is people don't seem to understand that when someone is on these types of pain meds for so long, they need a higher dose because the mm-hmm. dose is not going to do the same thing. So when a drug addict comes in and they're telling you that four milligrams of morphine is not enough, guess what? It's probably not enough. Mm-hmm. Are they... Are they a drug addict? Sure, but guess what? Drug addicts can still feel pain. Yeah. You know, so the way I always look at it is if it's ordered, I'm going to give it. I don't care who you are, what you are. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give that medication because it's ordered. Uh, But we got to stop being so naive when it comes to pain meds and so afraid. I mean, there's a doctor in California who just got in some serious shit because of some pain meds. I mean, yeah. doctors are now being put away. So, guess what that means for you and your pain meds? Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to happen. Yeah, you're, 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 your your access is going to get cut off. Yeah, they're afraid. Uh, there there are pharmacies that every month they get an allotted amount of pain meds they can de- they can deal out, and after that they're like, we're done. So, I, I we we've just become really afraid of yeah. pain meds, and instead of doing the right thing of saying okay you're on these pain meds now we're going to wean you off they mm-hmm. just expect you to drop or they expect people with chronic pain to go to these pain specialists and those places are awful those pain oh i i clinics, know somebody who worked for in, in pain awful. specialist and he man i'll tell you it was just like every time i talked to him it was court case of the week it was who's he getting subpoenaed to testify against now um, just all kinds of shit that was happening with you know with with pain management. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's just a bad. It's just it's just not a good practice to get into. It's stressful. It, it is because these people are in pain, but the moment you walk through the door, you get looked at like you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you know my wife has had knee rep- uh, partial knee replacement. Oh yeah, else. we've we've gone to one, and when I was in there, I I was like, holy shit! There's no reason why people don't want to go. Yeah, I mean they get looked at and they get treated so rudely. Mm-hmm. It's it's awful at those places. Oh yeah, I, I just it, we've created something with pain that there's a reason why people have gone to heroin. Yeah, I mean that's the reason why it's inexpensive and it takes care of their pain. Yeah, it's like when they sit there and they talk about marijuana as being the gateway drug to stronger no, stuff. No. It's these pain pills that are also doing it as well. If, if marijuana was legal, you would actually decrease uh, a lot of the needs for these other pain meds, and you would. Oh, I definitely I mean, agree. It, it, it's ridiculous to me that alcohol is legal, but marijuana is illegal. It's yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. All the things that marijuana could help. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the fact that we don't even have it medically approved is insulting. Yeah, oh, I agree with that as well. I mean, I, you, you know, you could say whatever you want about recreational, but mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, when you get to the point where there are some doctors who still order for an alcoholic beer three times a day in the hospital, and we're not going to give marijuana for other treatments like cancer or anything else. Yeah, really? What's your argument? I'd like to hear an actual scientific argument because all I ever hear is, well, I grew up that way where my parents said marijuana was bad because they heard it was bad, so it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's a gateway drug. Where'd you hear that? I just know it. 
Gate, <laughs> gateway like, to what? <laughs> right, the fridge. What, what exactly are you talking about? Snacks, yeah, you snacks. Know, <laughs> and, and 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 you know, I, I hate the stigma that Ohio has gotten right now for what just happened. They put on the ballot for weed to be completely legalized in every way, but let's create an oligarchy. Yeah, which would have been what for four years or something. And the moment everyone was like, oh, well, I want it legal, but I don't want the oligarchy. Uh, I'm going to vote no. Okay, now the problem is, is it going to get on another ballot? And if it gets on another ballot, is it is that going to go away? Because, mm. you know, for some odd reason, this country likes to put 10 things on one ballot. Yes. Instead of just saying yes or no, legal or not. Let's, let's get that out of the way first. Mm-hmm. And then you can decide on your oligarchy. Yeah. Uh, it really hurt a lot of things by people saying no because they didn't think of the medical context of it. So now again, a lot of people who could have benefited from this medically, that's all I care about. Yeah. Like, like when people argued about Obamacare and everything else or whatever you want to call it, Affordable Health Care Act, I care about getting people into the door that needs to get into my door to yeah. be taken care of because I didn't oh, agree with everything about right, that right. but at the same time though the fact that people with pre-existing conditions now have yes, coverage yes, that, that was is an amazing important. part of it. it that was the most important because that is the way insurance companies got to say gotcha yeah because we're not paying for that shit and uh, you, and now you know, they have to and it yeah. feels really good <laughs> and, and you know a lot of people would wait till they're almost on death's door to come to a they would go straight to the hospital they couldn't they couldn't afford a doctor they yeah. couldn't go to doctor's visits so they would come in, and now there's now all this money is getting pumped into making them better off of these really hardcore illnesses that if mm-hmm. they just would have... I mean, Bernie Mac died of what? Walking pneumonia? Yeah. So, I mean, something that if would have caught earlier, okay. Yeah. But uh, the whole point is we need to take care of people before they get to the point of needing to go to the hospital. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, it, the hospital's full all the time. Oh yeah, it's insane. Yeah, especially in in like I said, it's better that more people are getting covered now. Um, I mean, I have heard some some bad stories about it, and there's always bad stories. There's always bad stories. You take the good with the bad, and you know what? And maybe you know what? Affordable Care Act or whatever didn't maybe didn't benefit everyone, right? Right. But like I said, with pre existing right. pre existing conditions and stuff like that, it definitely got us in the right direction. And, and you know what? Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to sit here and piss off all the Republicans that are listening to your podcast. <laughs> we have a lot of them that do. Yeah, I'm not going to. Donald Trump listens to this I, You know what, Trump? We got to talk. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but to the uh, there was an argument that said any state could make their own form of health care that they decided. Mm-hmm. And there was even a challenge saying bring up a better, a better health care. Yeah. Where is it? Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people bitched about it, but let's see some action. Let's see some people come up with a better plan then. Yeah. I mean, because right now, the reason why everything's so screwed up is now insurance companies are like, well, now they have to. Yeah. So we can raise our rates. Mm-hmm. So we can get more money. So, I mean, let's say for what it is, it's greed all around. That's what this is. It's always It always is. It's greed. It's never Every enough. time one of those laws passes, right. there's some form someone, of greed behind Someone's it. like, how can I benefit from this? Mm-hmm. And 
they didn't have to raise their rates if they didn't want to. No. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous to me. Didn't have to at all, but no. you're absolutely right. It's it's a it's a money game. Right. And that was part and I think that may have been what also scared people away here in Ohio from the the marijuana act. Um, you know, they they just okay, so we've got uh f- like 10 greedy people right. who want to take over this entire industry and for you four know, years. And, yeah, and yeah. deny us of a uh, of a free market of a free market on this. Um, I voted no on it because of that. That's I'll, right. I'll, That's I'll right. admit because I, I just felt like if we're going to do this, I think right off the bat, everybody should be able to give it a shot. And those who are successful will succeed because that's how everything got started to begin with. So I, that's kind of, that was my thinking behind mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I kind of feel like an asshole when you bring up the medical implications, well, but, <laughs> but, but the thing is, but the thing is they, they really tried to sell the fact that nurses would say no on this but every single nurse i've talked to that i've really oh, yeah. ever had this conversation with n- none of them feel like saying no the only the only mm-hmm. reason why anyone that 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 actually thought this through said no was because of the oligarchy yeah um but medically speaking that really screwed people out but no one who's non-medical is going to think of that type of of repercussion so yeah. you can't you can't feel um stupid about something that someone may have had ignorance of because ignorance yeah. and stupidity are two totally different things. Exactly. Uh, just means you didn't know. Yeah. So when people are called ignorant, they're like, I'm offended. No, it's just, it just means you didn't know. Yeah. And in, in terms of their campaigning for the issue, you bring up a really good point that maybe if we had focused more on the medical benefits of this, you could have been like, okay, four years. I mean, yeah, they're going to get rich, but yeah, after four years, then it's open season. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it medically? I mean, because in in anything in healthcare, does risk weigh the benefit? Mm-hmm. You know, risk reward type yeah. of thing. Like, let's weigh it out. Mm-hmm. And to the cancer patients and to patients who are suffering from a lot of other ailments that it could have helped from, yeah. to them, it would have made a, a huge difference. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we're going to go back in the DeLorean. We're going to change that. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, you can only hope that that either a medical bill will get introduced next time or it'll get reintroduced just as legalization i think period. there's a very very good chance it's going to get reintroduced well, i mean have you seen the headlines headlines mm-hmm. is ohio says no to pot yeah very bluntly not mm-hmm. saying why just ohio says no yeah and not like ohio says no to oligarchies <laughs> yeah yeah it didn't say yeah it didn't say yeah they, like it should have said yeah ohio said no to economic structure yeah. of pot yeah that's what it should have said but no it's just ohio says no to pot no ohio does not say they, no to pot. They, they, they they put their spin on it in any way they feel like mm-hmm. that's pretty much it if it's yeah. one set of news it's one way if it's another set it's yeah. another Bubba, we want to make sure that marijuana is legalized the right way for your sciatic nerve thank you you're welcome and your allergies until then we don't care I'll just use it illegally. <laughs> there you go. You just yeah, just just use it illegally and don't get caught. I didn't vote. Well, you don't vote. I don't vote. You don't ever because vote. I do not educate believe, myself well enough. Believe which in I think democracy distorts the voting process when people just say, "Hey, I have a right to vote. I'm going to go do it, whether I know shit or not." And I think that's a lot of the older generation that feels like they are obligated to go vote. Which you should feel point, obligated to vote. Well, I'm, 
Hey, you know what? As much as we have a right to vote, we have a right not to. And that's what people need to understand. Yeah, but it's, that doesn't mean you have a right to be a communist. No, I'm not being a communist. <laughs> I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go and screw things up because that older generation that feels like you're yeah. obligated to go goes there. Well, they don't, like, I don't, I don't like, vote on everything. But they don't, when just, I go to they, vote. They, they don't just feel obligated to vote. I think another big issue we have right now is party lining. They know nothing about the person, but yet they're willing to vote for that person because they're a Republican or they're a Democrat. They don't actually listen to what the people have to say. I officially dumped that shit in the last election. I, You know what? I've dumped that from the beginning. Um, I don't vote party line. Mm-hmm. I listen to them, and whoever I think is the best person for it, that's who I go for. Yeah. But um, until until your generation is older, mm-hmm. nothing's going to change. I mean, there's still that, that group that is... The old timers, oh, yeah, like the, you said, the like back in the day. Crones. Back in the day, yeah. it's like you know, pot's bad, and that's how, that's what I'm gonna go with. Mm-hmm. Anything that has anything to do with pot, I'm just gonna say no on it. Fuck yeah. it, I'm going to Arby's. No, that's not <laughs> it. It's just it's it's because that's what old people do. They go to Arby's. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would have thought Bob Evans. Hate they pot. got the meat. <laughs> I would have figured Bob Evans. I don't think I've ever gone yeah. to a Bob Evans where I'm not the youngest person in there. Or Cracker Barrel. Very, very, yeah, very true. That's very <laughs> they true. They got rocking chairs, and I'd love me a good rocking chair. Oh, yeah, I like the big checkers on the road. I don't know. I, I really don't go there after a, a certain event at one of them. I, I didn't get served. Really? Yeah, all my tattoos were blaring, and no, fuck they that. would not serve me. Well, I hate tattoos. At Cracker Barrel? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a Cracker this, Barrel. This wouldn't have happened to have been it's a Sunday. It's named Cracker it? Barrel. Shouldn't they expect white guys with a lot of tattoos in there? Yeah. No, Dude. it's not. <laughs> it's not the death metal barrel. <laughs> that would be pretty That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> Give me the fucking gravy. Give me the fucking... <laughs> Give me some pancakes. <laughs> Hi, I'd like the King Diamond Dinner Special, please. <laughs> With the strawberry jam. <laughs> Biscuit. <laughs> Gravy. Oh, man. That's man. hilarious. You didn't get served for your tattoos. Yeah, That's yeah, terrible. Yeah, I, and I swear, wow. I, I haven't gone back uh, since. Yeah, that was... The um, crackhead barrel. Yeah, it, you know, I, I don't know what the situation was, but to me, I was like... You know, I was a truck driver. I was making pretty good money, and I'm just yeah. sitting there going, "What? You don't think I got money? What's going?" On? But that's not the first time that's happened either. I was also at a lot, and um, you know, a car lot. Yeah. And no one came out. No one said hi to me. Thought I was broke. Yeah. Really? I had five grand in my pocket. Wow. <laughs> well, short story on that one. My car. A deer decided to. You know, com- it was a murder Headbutt suicide. Your car? It was yeah. a murder suicide. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it decided it wanted to die, but it took my car out with it. Mm, okay. So uh, I had to pull out all my savings and go get a new car. Wow. Five and, grand in your pocket. Yeah, I, I had it. And I wouldn't, they wouldn't I had a how sim- I was dressed. I had, I had a similar experience at an Apple store. Mm-hmm. You know, I work for a, a cell phone carrier. So I went to the Apple store because they had new stuff coming out. I was out shopping at a mall anyway you know, over at Easton where the Apple store is mm-hmm. and I'm in there and I'm just checking stuff out. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll see what the new stuff is. And you know, I'll just kill a little bit of time. And I'm sitting there. I was in the Apple store for 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Not one person even said hi to me. Yeah. It's amazing. It's- and they just looked down at me like, you don't look like our target market. So wanna- I'm just going to wait for you to leave. You are a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I spit on you. 
I, I felt in your general direction. <laughs> your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberry. <laughs> <laughs> I waved my private pouts in your face. You know, it was kind of... Where'd you get the coconuts? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I... Oh man, it was it was yeah, it was one of those moments, and I'm just sitting there going, God, I, I I don't even want an iPhone now. I was thinking about giving it a shot. Now I fucking hate you people. You can all kiss my ass. I've been judged so many times yeah. in places, so many well, times, and, and it's it, funny. I went to I I this is weird. I really love. I hate to say this, but it's true. I really love Banana Republic. Like their clothes. Yeah. Honestly, I do. You go figure. Yeah, you love their khakis. I I love all their clothes, but every time I walk into one. If I'm wearing a T-shirt and jeans, nobody says a word to me. This is because but I'll go up and you, drop a couple hundred dollars at their fucking counter. For those of you who don't know, Bubba has full tattoo sleeves on his arms. So, yes. Well, now you got your arms covered. I got my legs covered. So I, I, I know we're, we're like just one tattooed good person. There we go. Yeah. I am, I'm one of the nicest fucking people in the world, and I'm the same. That's why, like at work. It it was a while before anyone knew I had tattoos mm-hmm. because um, for some odd reason you get this perception of you're an asshole or you're someone who's bad or you know someone that you can't come up and talk to. So the moment they, oh my god, you didn't look like someone who'd have tattoos. I'm like, bitch, who do you think has tattoos? <laughs> yeah, like, right. like what, what kind these, of person? Like, what are you talking about? Like, good people have tattoos, not yeah. just bad people. I'm like, everyone has it now. I'm like, judging someone on the way they look isn't that what we're trying to go against yeah yeah so no we're trying to be accepting of everybody and at the same time it's yeah it's it's a it's still a dumb stigma that's attached to it and i think it's really it it, everybody has them now i I love the pictures on facebook where it shows that doctor who's who yeah you know you can't tell coat you can't tell and then you see him in his biker Mm -hmm. get up with his arms all tattooed up i thought it was like a halloween costume advertisement it's like you could be a doctor or judas priest (laughs) there you go (laughs) well my work i mean i deal with people that are i deal with a lot of older people and i've noticed that they'll, they'll look at me you know differently but once they notice how i speak and how I speak to them and how I am, mm-hmm. they seem like they're really intrigued with my arms and, and like ask me about them and, you know, why I got them. Not in a, a, a negative way, like why the hell did you get that? But like, you know, what possessed me to even start getting a tattoo or right, anything like right. that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think they're just more interested in anything else and people are afraid to ask about it. Mm-hmm. I got one for my birthday. I just I recently just got a tattoo on my right arm for my birthday. Actually, I covered one up. Come on, let's see it. Oh, okay. Yeah, come I'll on, show you. Come on. Keith just wants me to roll my sleeve oh, up so he can geez. see my manly arms. Oh. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, Celtic knot. It's actually, it has actually covered something up. From afar, you can't see, but if you got closer, um, which you probably will when I'm not looking, but... <laughs> um, no, it, it had uh, covered something up. I had there previous, and the guy did a really good job. Mm-hmm. So, no, it was, it was cool. But is that why it looks a little smoky? Like, almost mm-hmm. like there's a smoke effect coming yeah, out of it? That, that's, actually, it's added, a brilliant idea. Yeah, he added that. that. Yeah, so, he, it, yeah, it looks it was, like it belongs. Yeah, because it wasn't yeah. like a solid, like, small piece. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was a symmetrical shape. Okay. But it was like... Which is harder to actually deal with sometimes. Yes. and that's I've watched those saying. shows, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he was like, yeah, I'm going to add some shading in there. I was like, that's cool. So after he got the, the actual knot done and everything, he's in there, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. Then he started to do the shading, and that's when I was about done. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, I yeah. enjoy the shading. I hate the outline. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to me, I'll oh, take I can the do the outline and the coloring. Day. I can do the outline and the coloring. You start shading, 
I'm done. I'm the outline. I hate outline. I hate outline. Can't stand it. Yeah. The outline is like, just get it done as fast as possible. In fact, do you really need to do an outline? Just you know, color in. The, yeah. my, <laughs> my worst one, uh, pain-wise, was my back. Oh, yeah, definitely. It you was, told me about that. I was, honestly, I, I shed a couple tears. <laughs> <laughs> we had to go to the drugstore in the middle of it wow. to get like a numbing cream. Wow. Because it was that bad. And I, I was I was not going to just stop in the middle of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. And I had to balls up and thro- go through it. The second worst was my side, which is not even colored in yet because I was like, okay, you got the outline done? Cool. Fuck this. We're done for a while. Mm-hmm. And I just never got colored in, So, which I have to. The one on my chest uh, made me sweat a little bit because when he started doing the head of the bird, um, I felt it all the way up my neck into my jaw. He started hitting that nerve because it's like near my collarbone. <laughs> Collarbone's and fun. Like, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kneecap. Oh, mm. uh, no. Like, because it would no just way. get in over here and over here. And I, I just looked at the guy. I was like, I'm ready to hit you. And he goes, please don't. I'm like, I'm not going to. You have the needle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just letting you know. Elbow. I don't like you right now. Elbow's tough. I'd imagine it's about the same as the knee. Elbow is tough. A little bit on the collarbone's tough. My neck, everyone asked me that. The one on my neck, which Tracy hates, she she almost disowned me when I got that done. Oh, but, the Grim Reaper on your neck? Yeah, but there's a reason for it, blah, blah, blah. I love it. But the thing is, everybody's saying, okay, that had to hurt the most. Truth be told, I had foot surgery um, probably a month before I got this tattoo. Mm-hmm. Fact be told. I had the best... <laughs> I had the best meds in the world. <laughs> yeah, there yep. I there felt so good. That's when you should have got your side done. I know, right? Yeah. I should have. <laughs> but yeah, that was the the end. That was my demise. All right. So with your medical knowledge, um, tattoos. I mean, is there anything? Is there any certain part of it that that could be possibly be bad for you? Are there certain colors that are not good for not, you? Not, not, I, I've heard bad things there, about UV tattoos. Is I, that bad but for I, you? If, you know, I'd have to research more of it. Uh, in nursing right now, there's a huge thing called evidence based practice, mm-hmm. um, and they want people to look up studies and everything else to actually see to make an informed decision. Nothing in nursing anymore is just off that sounds good let's do it yeah <laughs> it's now uh has that been researched reviewed you know mm. and then have people redone the studies uh so and i forget how long they say it takes and i'm gonna get yelled at from some nurse out there saying it's 15 years or 10 years or 20 years yeah it, it takes that long for for something to change yeah so practices that we're using are almost like outdated be- yeah but like the new stuff it's going to take forever to get enacted so it's it, there, from what i've read in limited stuff that i've read mm-hmm. i know uv was bad i okay. forget what they put into it that was bad but i if i'm correct i think they rectified that okay uh, i've never gotten one i've never had an interest in getting one i thought they looked cool like mm-hmm. oh shit i'm gonna get a lightsaber and when it when the lights go off <laughs> it's on you know uh yeah i was gonna get the mark of the isos from tron and uv yeah and i thought that would be really cool like and i'm like i i haven't been around a black light since like eight right right i mean racist. what the I'm not going to a rave anytime soon. Yeah, so, I, mean, I, I, I have, I have no desire to go to that and party going, at the empty hey, warehouse. You want to see something? I mean, yeah. you're not going to do it. Um, 
honestly, if, if you really feel like you want to go do it, I, I say this about anything anymore. Research. Yeah. Research, research, research. Um, and that's the best thing to do. Yeah. I, I, if, if that's your plan. Because is, who knows? Is there a time that you, um, after you get a tattoo, that you cannot give blood? Yes. I believe it's a year. I think it's a year after uh, getting ink. Oh, I knew somebody who used to work at a uh, at a plasma donation facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it's a year after you get the tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have UV ink, you cannot donate at all. Okay, that's just that's UV, interesting. Though. I never heard that one. Yeah, so that that was well. I don't know if that is a widespread uh, practice or rule. I know it was a rule at this. I'm wondering clinic. why. That that to me is a question. Why? Yeah, I never got details as to why. I just I mean, knew I mean, that you know, if maybe you, it's something that gets in your bloodstream. I'm not really sure, but maybe it's that. But yeah, but what, would, but what it. would stay? That's, yeah, that's my question: is what would stay in your bloodstream? For, uh, you know, again, that's research that would need to be done. Yeah, uh, I yeah. Know. I'm asked. I have, I have to get blood. I have, like I'm being told to get blood, and uh, I'm just trying to calculate when I had my last one done. So I'm good. Well, for me, it was two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So I get. Mine's been over I don't give. Blood Mine's been a long up. time. I need yeah. to get some. I, I don't. Too uh, yeah, I nursing don't. school taps you out. Yes. Let's put it this way: my private school cost half off what OSU would cost normally. Wow. Yeah. That it's ridiculous. But it's worth it. You it's, get, you get well, the white yeah. passes. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you get, awesome. yourself, get yourself a, a you know get yourself a big boy job, make that big boy money, like I have. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now it's finding another tattoo artist because my uh, tattoo artist uh, booked it out of the state. So, I got a guy. If you want to know who did mine, I, I just love that. I know a guy. Hey, I know, I know a guy. I know a guy. Hey, hey, Jim, you want tattoo? You want ink, man? I know a guy. You come to me, okay? You, you, to me? you call me. I call him. I don't know what I've done for you to talk to me with such disrespect. <laughs> you come to me on the day that I'm here at your podcast. <laughs> and you don't even offer me a cup of coffee or a donut. It's <laughs> really good, man. Wow, we've spun right into the Godfather. This is this is awesome. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about on a serious note, sure uh, um, is it, it, and this is this is pretty uh, re- fresh in my mind, and this is something that I just wanted to throw out there for people to really think about with their loved ones and everything else. Um, Come up with a plan for you, for you and let your family know your wishes yeah. way ahead of time before something bad happens and yeah. you have to make those decisions. Um, there's a lot of elderly people who come in as a full code, who are frail, who um, I don't think people understand what a full code truly means. Mm-hmm. When they hear full code and they think compressions, they think Baywatch. They think Pamela Anderson's just going to run up on that beach and go, ah, a little push on the chest, a little push on the chest. (laughs) When we're done, I want us to watch a full code. I want you to see one, what it really looks like. Okay. It is a violent and ugly experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And for someone who's in their late 80s, 90s, who, I mean, you see some fit. Okay. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen. 90 year old women just run around and you're going hey get back here and you're trying but to we're talking about well, exceptions not, rather than I, the rule right I, I there are some where it's not like this is we don't know this is coming the family just doesn't want to let go which is understandable you don't want to let your loved ones go yeah but you don't 
understand what that means for that person. Mm-hmm. A code happens. You have 20, 30 people trying to cram into this room. Clothes are ripped off. Now your loved one's completely naked in front of 30 mm-hmm. strangers. Yeah. Compressions are happening, and they're not nice. We are breaking ribs. Yeah. And that's being gentle. Mm-hmm. The last one I saw, which was a while back, um, sternum broken. Ooh. Caved in. Ooh. Right. And that's, that's rough. Right. And people don't understand that the quality of life for this person at this age, it's 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 downhill. Yeah. So a lot of times I don't think people realize it, it's the trauma is there now. Now, not only it now, now imagine the family being there. Yeah. I've seen family there who actually witnessed it and begged them to stop. Yeah. I mean, when, when you're there and you see compressions and, and this was an exception, but I've seen blood spew up into an ambu bag while they're trying to help them breathe. It's violent. You need to know what you're getting into. I'm not telling people not to be full code. I don't, I don't, I don't need you get any angry messages. I'm not telling people to be a DNRCC, DNRCCA. Mm-hmm. Just be aware of what it truly means to get intubated, to get, you know, to, mm-hmm. to get CPR. Cause it's, it's not as nice as some people seem to think it is. Yeah. And I honestly think when people come in and they want to be full code, people should watch a video on what a full code is because a lot of times we're saving them just for the family to be to say their goodbyes and then they go yeah at, at a certain point i'm mm-hmm. not saying everyone i mean obviously there's younger people who can withstand it and can move on and yeah. live and be great but I, I it's very taboo and no one really wants to talk about it but I think with your loved ones, you should tell them, I do want to be intubated. Save me at all costs. I don't care about the repercussions or anything else mm-hmm. or, or, or anything. But yeah, it's just something that's been bugging me, and I really wanted to get out there. Because, no, definitely. I mean, I, you know, I hate to be all like, knowledge is power, but it, it, it really is. No, that's a really good point because that you bring up. Because it saves your family from that decision. Yeah. Who wants to tell them, stop doing this to my dad Yeah, or my mom? I mean, no one wants to make that decision for their own mother. Right. Right. But if your mom has made that decision, I do not want compressions. I do not want this. And they Mm -hmm. go. They go peacefully. Yeah. Because all I can ever think about when I see, I will save your life. I will jump right in there, get on that chest, and I will save you. What is those family members leaving with? Yeah. You know, and that's the part that that really hurts you is you get desensitized. Mm Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you, you're seeing it as, yeah, you're doing your job. Right. I'm doing my job. I see this person pass in front of me. I can sort of detach myself. Yeah. I can't do it when I see a family member cry. Yeah. That brings me right back to, to my humanity. Yeah. You know, it brings me right back to, to that. And that's what I can't stand is when I see, because I'm not seeing a, a 60-year-old woman crying. I'm seeing an 8-year-old crying because mm-hmm. that's her mother. Yeah. You know, and... They had to, you know, these people make that decision to keep going or to pull it and to stop. And But if, if they knew ahead of time what they were getting into, maybe they could have seen their loved one leave peacefully. Yeah. So 
I just want people to be more informed on and, what a code really is like. Yeah, well, that that's interesting that you bring that up because my dad has actually had this discussion with me. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, he has actually told me he was like, if it gets to the point, he's like, just he goes, I'm, he's he goes, I mean to have a will made and I haven't done it yet, but um, just so you know, he goes, he goes, do not resuscitate me. He goes, if it's to that point, like right. if we're if we're at the point that you had just discussed, mm-hmm. he goes. He goes, just just let me go. Well, and and if if you're really going into the hospital at that age, they're yeah. going to ask you point blank what code status. Yeah, and that's when people need to. Oh, that's when people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Bring it up. Say? What is he saying? <laughs> Turn him up, asshole. <laughs> I was trying to be nice about it with sign language. I, I I noticed, and I'm like, oh shit. Bring, bring the uh, you t- know, as a metal guy, they're always like, the blowjob, yeah, like, signals. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what I was saying, but at that point, you know, just, they're going to they're gonna talk to you when you go into the hospital, and they're going to ask what the code status is and what you want, and they're going yeah. to have you sign something, fill out something. As, as long as they come in a sound mind, you can go from there, and mm-hmm. if, I mean, the smart thing at a certain point is... Yes, get your will made as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, uh, and if you decide that you want a power of attorney, a medical POA, um, appoint someone that can make your decisions for you. Well, basically, uh, somebody you at. trust right, will right. carry you have out to your trust wishes. Them. Yeah. You have to, that, it, you know, if I say, do not resuscitate me, or I do not want to be intubated, or don't leave me as a vegetable, that they will do what you wish, mm-hmm. or fight for me at all costs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, whatever the case is, I don't want to be all doom and gloom because, yeah. you know, there is an upside to POAs and not being like, no, let them go. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> but really just be informed. No, it's very important. I think yeah. something like that should be discussed with the family similar along the same lines as when you do your will, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're, you know, if I talk to Tracy about, you know, this is what I want to happen after I go, you know, if mm-hmm. I go before you, blah, blah, blah. And it's usually left at that, not leading up to that. You know what I mean? And that's something like that's, I'll tell her. Yeah, just I let mean, it go. I don't. I just it's my time. Go. Just, that's just. It. I'm sure it's on YouTube. I can almost guarantee there would be a. Oh no! Yeah, we can. We. I'm, I, I. You know. I, I don't know if I can watch it. Which is unfortunate because yeah. again, I'm not. That's like a HIPAA thing, and I wouldn't understand yeah. why it would be on there. But I'm sure there's something about it. Yeah. Um, and you can watch it. Maybe they got an okay from some. school school or something but maybe um, yeah that's the only thing i'm thinking of is that maybe right. some like a like, like a university or something like yeah, that because because hipaa is huge um you don't want to give any distinguishing features you don't want to talk about any patients you don't want to give names mm-hmm. you don't want to do any of that um it, it, we definitely want to take care of the patient's privacy and even with the people i've talked about you know it's i'm not saying keeping it as gen- generals or, general. or yeah yeah i don't want to say which, which hospital because i've worked at multiple um you know, you got to have respect for the family, and yeah, even the—I mean—they're funny stories, but it's very sad situations too. Yeah, not to right. not to bring shit down. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. No, that's that's what uh, that's what we're here for. That's why we we have this. You know, when we have guests on, yeah. um, we we kind of leave it as an open medium. You know, after you know, we get the entertaining stuff out of the way. If there's right. anything important it. that they want to say, it. we obviously make sure that we give you that opportunity because mm-hmm. it's. 
you know, whether people are plugging, you know, charity work or something like that or just something important that you want to make people aware of. Uh, uh, even like the prescription drug thing. I mean, that was also really good, too. We really need to spread the word on that. So yeah. I was glad we were able to discuss that as well. But what you just brought up, um, something I had not thought about until you brought it up. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I've had this discussion with my dad. That's what we're talking mm-hmm. about. So yeah, yeah. Um, that kind of hit home for me a little bit as well. Yeah, I mean, because um, I, I think a lot of people when it comes to the medical field, they it's unfortunate that people don't know more about stuff that goes on because I mean, who wants to make those type of decisions about their mother at the last second? Yeah. No one wants to do that, but who wants to watch it happen? Yeah. And it's devastating. Yeah. They think it's going to be harder in the time leading up to it and doing all that stuff before. And And I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think. Yeah. Like, Oh, I don't want to think about that right now. I don't. And and now is the most important time to think about it because there's nothing wrong. There's no emotion besides, Oh man, I don't want to. Yeah. One of those situations where you don't want to cross that bridge when you get to it. No, no, you don't. You want, Oh, you want plans way ahead of time. Mm-hmm. It's almost like someone not leaving a will, and now your whole family's fighting over all your stuff. Yeah, it's like, like you why know, would you? Bubba needs to just put in the will that I get his TVs and right, Zelda. right, and and, yeah. and un- unfortunately, that happened with my family. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it separated a lot of us yeah. siblings mm-hmm. because of that, right? So, and guess what? If there was a will, no argument. There would be a the way. Will there's a will there's a way that's true no will fuck everyone yeah, i mean it's basically what it was no will no way yeah the people's true colors are, are shown them whether they're family or not mm-hmm. typically yeah they did so i that's another important yeah. reason don't i mean obviously there was stuff there before maybe kind of sort of but it really gets blown out of proportion when people are yeah. fighting over houses when they're fighting over cars, money and, and possessions money and all that, possessions yeah, and jewelry and they don't really yeah. have anything, so you know, yeah, I'm not leaving couch. much. I might take the couch. Oh, you can have the couch. Okay, cool. <laughs> Wait, I need a couch. I have like three. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take the one that's the least chewed up. You don't want the TV? No, I don't want the TV. I don't want any the TV. of the TVs. Oh no, I'll take the, I'll take that one. You don't want the one upstairs? No. Really? Yeah. No, I just want that one. Why don't you want the one upstairs? You can give the one upstairs to Keith. No. All right, that's fine. No, I'm gonna donate it. To donate Keith. it to Keith. To the the. Blind. Oh. I'm gonna donate to the blind school. Oh, okay. What, what oh, if God. I came on here and at oh, the end? <laughs> Horrible. What the hell, man! Take your benefit. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> that, that just reminds me of something. I I hear an advertisement on the radio for uh, the blind people are wanting car donations. Yeah, because they resell them. They don't give them to the blind people. Okay, I'm sorry. It just catches me funny. I, yeah, they, I'm sorry. They, no, they, no, why do you got to ruin that? It just sounds great. It does yeah, sound yeah, great. Yeah. It just sounds amazing. Please donate the, your car to the blind. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Or I can just drive to work on a Sunday morning and it's the same no, fucking thing. It, no, it's fine. They drive in a fenced area. Around in circles. On a track <laughs> like at King's Island. <laughs> can you the imagine the day that they car. get finally those... those Cars that'll drive themselves, and they can yeah. finally own a car for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or you could just, or you could just take them to Cedar Point, and just tell them push the gas pedal. I mean, you can <laughs> I don't want to talk about driving. I'll, I'll go on a huge ramp. I had a yeah. problem coming home from work today. Ooh, I got stuck behind a student driver on the highway, oh. and it was fucking dark. For one, wow, yeah, and they were going, you know, it's what six sixty-five, and they're going like forty, and they were getting onto a ramp, which. 
obviously they have to stop and turn their turn signal on to get on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I hate it. I, I, I just, yeah, so many things bother me. That, I, I need to teleport. Hold on. Now we're bringing up a whole new topic. I know. Yeah, yeah, I, no, 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 no. How no, long no, have we been like going with this? Because um, I think a, a huge problem that we've come up with is that um, driving is a right. Or is a privilege, not yeah. a right. Or, yeah. Hold on. No, it's a right, not a privilege. Yes. That, when it's actually the opposite, it's a privilege and not a right. Exactly. And I mean, how many times have you ever heard like a drunk driver getting his fifth, you know, yeah. pullover and everything else? And we're going, wait, you haven't taken away his license for good? Yeah. Oh, well, he needs to get to work. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No. No. Get him. How many times does he need to get pulled over before he kills someone? Because that's always the story you hear. Drunk driver got, you know, killed someone after getting pulled over six times. Yeah, and the drunk fucker survives. No. We allow people way too much. Like, people should. There are a lot of people I just witnessed on the road go, four lanes of traffic all the way over, no signal, don't care, speeding through, going 80, 90 miles an hour on a 65 mile an hour road. And, like, why do they have a license? Yeah. They think that they have the right to have that license, and they don't. It's a privilege. Mm. But isn't it disturbing enough just to look back and think that every single person driving on the highway, going 65, going 80, everyone, only has to take their their test one time in their life? Yes. And they're 16 fucking years old. It it is very disturbing. Yes. That makes absolutely no fucking sense to me. No, it doesn't. I think it should be at a certain age or just every five years. Every time you have to renew your license, you have to take a test. I I don't get it because, you know, that's why there's, I think there's a lot of accidents out there because how different are you from age 16 to like me? Like, I'm so much different now. I don't know. Getting that little eye test and putting your fucking head and reading letters. That's nothing. No, No, it's it's nothing at all. You should. In fact, I almost believe that there should be something on your car that watches you drive for about a week, <laughs> and they should be able to go. We're taking it away. Yeah, you're yeah. done. Yeah, you're an idiot. Because a, a day you're going to try to act nice. After a few days, you're going to forget about it. Yeah, and then they can actually see how you really drive mm-hmm. and go. Nah, no, I, gotcha, no, bitch. No, we're taking <laughs> this away. I, I just feel like how many accidents in your life do you need that are your fault? Mm-hmm. How many times? I mean, if you can't drive without texting, yeah, we're done here. We're done. Yeah, people need to actually get punished for this stuff and not just oh well, we're gonna let them drive. We're gonna let them drive. Let's put a breathalyzer in their car. That'll really help. If we need to put a breathalyzer in your car, we're done. Yeah, we're done with the conversation. Yeah, we're yeah. I, 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 that that individual has nice lost has lost the privilege how, at that point in how time. How many people have died because they just won't pull licenses? Yeah, you can Uber. Sorry, yeah. you've lost your privilege to drive. That's your fault, not ours. What's, yeah, what's the official? Right. What's the official age to be a, uh, for senior citizen? Is it? That's um, 55, I think I think they moved uh, the Golden Buckeye card from <laughs> to 65. I think it's 65 <laughs> when you're officially a senior citizen. You need to take the test a lot, I think. What, is it like every yeah. other we, year, maybe? Dis- yeah, we've discussed this yeah. before. That bothers yeah. the hell out of me. Yeah. See, now I'm going to um, play devil's advocate here and say that that's ageism. And it should not just be the elderly. I believe that even at 16, you should get it every few years, too. Yeah. Because if that's you, where I if was you going look earlier, at where the yeah. bulk of the accidents are, it's the extremely young and the extremely old. 
So yeah, I'm fine then. I'm I think I think it has to go both ways. I just turned thirty, so I think I'm in a good spot too. Every five years. Okay. I, 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 I say I say every time you renew your license. Every time you're required uh, to renew your license. Isn't that every five four I, or five I think, years? I think it's four. I think four? it's four years. Four years. So I think So sorry. That was a year off. Well, no, but, I mean, know, but you I and mean, I are on the same page, which is get rare. Your information right, buddy. <laughs> no, every, about every five years, I think okay. it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can, I can buy into that because then everyone's treated the same way, no matter the age. Mm-hmm. And you're I'm, I'm very ageism me anyway. That's yeah. Awesome. You hate old people. I don't hate old people. I just don't like them. <laughs> okay. You're in my way, old man. <laughs> yeah, and I deal with them every day. Please move that crown vic to the side. I gotta get my slushy. <laughs> they don't. Do that. <laughs> they just have plantar fasciitis. That's right, plantar fasci- and the sugars. Plantar fasciitis. <laughs> no, but see now, when it comes to the sugars, the young people don't pay attention to that. They don't pay attention to the sugars. I, mean, I no. keep getting people coming in with five hundred plus on their sugar. Whoa! I've yeah. I mean, it's crazy. What did you did you what eat Oreos for breakfast? No, they just suck they, it down with a Jamocha shake. They don't take any of their meds. They yeah. eat. They don't change their diet. They eat the same way. Terrible. And, I mean, are monsters good for you? God no. Okay. <laughs> Sitting there, uh, sitting there working on his second one. I'm a nurse, okay. I I can give you the information. You can't diagnose what it does to you. You could just give hints and say go to a doctor. <laughs> I'll tell you this: I was a truck driver, and at the time, I was taking a load from uh, Georgia to. Oh God, really? Is it the male nurse thing? What's going on here? He started laughing. I just joined ah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm he not just, now. Man. Oh, he's terrible. So you were taking a load. I was Go taking ahead. a load <laughs> from Tunnel Georgia to Tampa. Yeah. And I was like, man, it's going to be a long night. I've had to get this truck worked on all day. All right. I bought two of those huge Monster Energy drinks, the really big ones. Oh, like the 32-ounce uh-huh. cans? Whoa. And I chugged them back to back. Oh, no. You know what I'm talking about? And again, I didn't have any medical knowledge then, but I'm sitting here shaking. You know that sick feeling you get? Yeah. And I finally am like, I got to pull over and pee. I, I just can't. So I stop at a Love's truck stop, and I get out, and I go into the bathroom. I'm peeing neon green. Uh-huh. And from that day forward, I was like, anything that makes you pee neon green, I'm not going to drink it. So... Even so you switch colors. Monsters, yes, I switch colors. <laughs> okay, because clear, you know, it does, at that point you're good. <laughs> is it? Is That's it, why I only drink Capri Suns. Is there a difference between, say, Monster drinks and Five Hour Energies? Oh, that I wouldn't be able to tell you. The only difference I could tell between Monster and Five Hour Energy is that I can drink a whole Monster and I'll be okay. If I drink a whole Five Hour Energy, I will shit my pants. That's odd. I do two of those a day. I do one wow. first thing in the morning, but I get up at 5 a.m. Typically. Wow. I would only drink a 5-hour energy I know they getting claim that it's healthier, but... I, I've looked at... It seems like it is. I don't know. I'm just going to tell myself that. Yeah, That's the go. only bad thing I do in That's my life right yeah, now, so I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, just... Yeah, just do Quit some smoking. I went vegan. Yeah, I'm... I'm fuck it. Wow. I know. Man. Jeez. I know. What, nothing, God, before you this, know it, you're going to stop bathing and shaving. You're start listening to John Mayer. He doesn't know the past me. That's true. No, I'm 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 on the straight and narrow now. Yeah, which you were not ever, <laughs> ever. That's for sure. Yeah, Bubba used to be a hot mess. Now he's just a. I mess. was a long-haired death metal singer. I think we all have different paths. That was a yeah. drunk. 
I did the pain pill thing though for a while. After I had my foot surgery, I got hooked on them, and it was horrible, horrible, mm-hmm. horrible thing. I remember, and I, I think I discussed this before. Yep. I ran out because you're only allowed to have you can only get them refilled at a certain amount of days. But anyway, I took too many, and I was like two days short of being able to go get my refill. Mm-hmm. And I remember being on the front porch and like calling neighbors and asking them if they had anything. And that's wow. how bad it got. So I understand it. It's it's a mess. Wow. Yep. And Complete they mess. And, and I mean, at, at a certain point, they need to have a way to. Or what are you saying? I can't. Uh, I can't hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. How <laughs> about when I put it right here? Oh wow! Oh, that's right in my ear, bro. <laughs> so weird to have to hold a microphone this close but yeah. uh so i was at the <laughs> bar and uh they they really need to come up with ways especially with people who've taken pain meds for a, a long time they need to have a system of whether the patient has to come in and stair step them down to where they can get off of it mm-hmm. but just saying here now stop you're good is not it, it's not good. I mean, it just doesn't work. You, yeah. you can get anything nowadays anywhere and uh, anyway, if you you know have the money for it. But I think the one thing they have uh, gone in the right direction, because I, I was taking hydrocodones for a long time. Wow. And they used to be able to get a script, go in, and they can have refills on the bottle. Mm-hmm. Now they don't do refills. Now you have to always go back to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And get a script every single time you yep. get it. So I think that's a positive thing now, because I know for a while I was like, I don't feel like making a doctor's appointment, which makes sense. I mean, I'm not going to go and spend the people who really, forty dollars really, really want it will go through the extra steps, but you'll cut out those folks who are just doing it just to do it. Uh, oh no, I mean people will no 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 people will. Uh, the pros find know exactly what to say, mm-hmm. and they they go from hospital to hospital. They're hospital jumpers, and what they think, what they think is, no one knows that they're hospital jumpers. We uh, know yeah. they're hospital <laughs> jumpers because all the hospitals they they talk to each other, mm-hmm. and you can you find out. Okay, they went to this hospital. Now they're at this hospital. Now they go to this hospital, and they do it in a rotation. And or and they know exactly what to say to get admitted, and they know exactly what to say to get their pain meds, and it it it, it created a really big problem now because again, now you have doctors who are just too scared mm-hmm. to give them pain meds, mm-hmm. and now you have people coming in in absolute pain, and they want to give them nothing, or. Hold on. You have these people who are in a lot of pain. You give them nothing, and then there's people who come in with nothing, and they want to give them Dilaudid. It yeah. makes no sense on how they're ordering some of these meds. And uh, as a nurse, it's really hard because you're getting yelled at from a patient, and you're going, "Well, the doctor said this," and you're getting told to go f yourself. Yeah, you know, and you're sitting there going, "I have no control on what I can give you." Mm-hmm. The doctor has to say it. Well, I want to talk to the doctor. It's four a.m. Okay. He ain't even here, yeah. <laughs> well, well there, there, there's a night doctor, but yeah. that that doctor is usually in the ED, a- admitting patients and extremely busy. And I go, oh, this pa- this patient really wants to talk to you. And he's like, uh, no, <laughs> yeah, <You laughs> not know. happening. But I mean, sometimes you're lucky and you can get a nurse practitioner who's <laughs> s- covering for them to make to answer yeah. all the pages and everything else, and he'll come up, and they're usually really good about it. And they'll be helpful, and they can order meds and everything too. So I'm very happy whenever there's a nurse practitioner on at night. Yeah. 
because usually we can get some stuff done. Uh, some frustration happens when it's just the admit doctor in and yeah. you can't, I mean, there's just can't come up. They can't look at the chart. They go off of what you say and mm-hmm. then they're like, well, I can't, I can't okay that because I don't know their history. I don't know what's going on. And that could be more detrimental than helpful. Yeah. So you're going to have to wait till day. And now try explaining that to someone who's in a nine out of 10 pain scale. Yeah. You know? And, it, yeah. and all they want to do is cuss you out because you're not, exactly. you're not helping them. But yet, you know, this person's hungry and you're not moving fast enough to get them food. Another person just had a Vanco extravasation in their arm and they could possibly lose their arm unless you give this antidote about 50 times injecting in their arm. Ew. Another person wants pain meds and they all think they're number one. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you just want to tell them that they're number one. Uh, you just, you just <laughs> want to tell them what happened to where people were more understanding of mm-hmm. the fact that you know, just because we leave your room doesn't mean we're sitting at the nurse's station eating bonbons and BSing. Like, I, it's very rare that I get to sit down at all long enough to do my charting, mm-hmm. let alone shoot the fly with all the other nurses. I don't ever get to. Yeah. So. So it's not like scrubs. No, not like scrubs. This is someone just crapped their pants. Someone else just pulled out their IV. Someone's fighting to keep a BiPAP on. Another person's confused and yelling at you. Another, per- I mean, it just, it's an ongoing, uh, constant getting crapped on, but all you want to do is help people. Yeah. And I can understand why nurses get burnt out after a certain time and go to something like ICU where they're intubated and they don't talk back. Yeah. I can they, they just that. enjoy the silence. They, right. Like I can understand that because it's it's almost like you know you're doing a great thing. It's a very rewarding job, but at the same time it is a it, you'll get that patient who's very grateful that you're there and helping them and they acknowledge mm-hmm. it, but that is so few and far between. It's it's like uh it's like what I do in customer service. People don't call in because everything's okay. People don't go to the hospital because everything's okay. Oh, so. and 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 that's another issue that we're having in in the medical field now is they don't want them to be called patients. They want them to be called clients and customers. They're not a customer. You are not choosing to go there. Yeah. You are a patient and they're all about now patient satisfaction. Well, if we can't give them pain meds and they want pain meds, how are they going to rank you can't, us? You can't apply it as, we're, a, as we're, in we, a business mentality right. like that. It's, it's not, and we can't do that. What are you, you going to give the patient a survey afterwards? Yeah, they do. Are you fucking they call kidding them. me? They call them, and they wow. say, how is your experience? And then we get ranked as a floor on their replies, and if one thing... That's the go, biggest crock of shit ever. They could be treated like crap in the ED... And they can say that in there, but it reflects on our floor because they were they were sent there. Oh man, it, it does not. That's awful. Work. It does not. Yeah, work. you you can't apply that. To, no, I mean you can apply that to my industry because I mean, like I do customer service. It's what I do. You know, for a corporation, right? You right. guys are. I mean, healthcare is so much different. Yeah, you're not going to make everyone happy. No, uh, you know. Okay, you had surgery, right? What'd you have surgery on? My back. Your back. How did it feel when they came up to you a few hours later and say, we're going to sit you up? How'd that feel? What did you think when they were like, we're going to get you up now? I wasn't for it too much. I no. was nervous. Yeah, They're mm-hmm. not. They're not. They're scared. Yeah. They're in pain. And we're now telling you, get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and 
your um, surgeries tomorrow. We don't know what time. We're going to make you nothing by mouth by midnight, which is MPO. So you're not going to get anything to eat or drink from midnight. Now 6 o'clock hits. Okay. Do you have any news? No, we got no news. I don't know when we're going to get you. 12 oh, o'clock yeah. hits. Yep. Any news? Still no news. And now, you haven't had anything to drink now for yeah. 12 hours. Yeah. 5 o'clock hits. Oh, they canceled it. Now you haven't ate or drank anything. So now you're getting into pre uh, like, uh, the beginning stages well, of dehydration. Well, no, but now, no, no, not yet. But but think about it this way: you're a diabetic. You haven't ate. You haven't drank. Oh, you're in worse shape I than mean, you were at the beginning. The, the fact is, uh, the um, what is it? The Anesthesiologist Association mm-hmm. has said that you can have something to drink. It used to be three hours. I think it moved to two hours yeah. now. As long as you have no GI issues going mm-hmm. on. You can have clear liquids up to about two to three hours before a procedure. Yeah. So why do we make this person MPO for 12 to 16 hours? Yeah. If you have no idea what time. Oh, because we're going to work them in. Okay, you could still work them in and let them at least drink something. Yeah. The nicest people in the world are not going to give a good feedback on experience right. for something right. like that. Yeah. I mean, okay, uh, let's see. They starved me. They got me up right after surgery. When I told them I was in pain, they wouldn't give me enough pain meds. The doctor wouldn't come visit me. The nursing staff was barely in the room. They kept saying it's because, oh, someone was coding, whatever. Uh, you know, I mean, you know. <laughs> whatever that means. Well, you think, think of it this way. A rapid response gets called or a code gets called. Every single nurse on that floor is flying into that room. Mm-hmm. That's four to five patients per nurse now that are not getting taken care of at yeah. that time because someone is tanking, Yeah, which, you know, they need the help. But that's four to five people who feel like they're not getting taken care of. Yeah. And not everyone is understanding, uh, you know, and that's why you can't come at this with a customer service mentality. Do we want to take care of our patients? Yes. Do we want to make sure that they're content and happy? Of course we do. We don't go in there going, God, who am I going to piss off today? I can't wait. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's like that whole uh, uh, quote unquote drug seeker thing going on now. Mm-hmm. Nurses and doctors care so much about this person's a seeker. Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's ordered. Give it to him. Mm-hmm. Who cares? If it's ordered, give the med. Stop arguing about it. Stop caring about it. I don't care about it. Yeah. You know, we're thing is the worst thing you do if you give that patient pain meds and they're just seeking, you gave them their fix. Yeah. The worst thing you do if you don't give them the med and they're in pain is you left someone in pain. Yeah. That is sadistic. That's and that that's, that's that is the up. thing that we have to and it's the same thing with the MPO. It's sadistic. Not giving someone something to eat or drink and you have no idea and you know the studies are out there that say it's okay to give them uh, some juice or some water or something. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, no, because this is the way we've always done it. That's the thing in, in, in the field, in the medical field, is a lot of people get so this is how we've done it and this is how I'm going to do it and this is how it's going to be. Things are changing. And, you know, and you're absolutely right. And, and that's And that's probably... 
I mean, just not only with that, with the medical field, but with a lot of different fields as well and industries, you know, people are like, even politics. You got the old crones who have been doing it the same way for so long and you just were sitting here waiting patiently for change. Well, but, that's uh, also why we need to come up with a term limit for the senators and for Congress. Definitely. Uh, there is no reason for someone to be there for 30, 40, 50 years. Um, they need to be term limited just like the president. Yep. You could spend this long in one this long in another this long as a president and you're done you can go back to your home state and do whatever you want but I, I, they wonder why they're not doing anything and they're always fighting it's the same stuff mm-hmm. but yet because they're stuck back there and right. we need them to be up here with us right. with what's going on so right yeah definitely another good point there but uh keith i just want to say thanks so much for coming out tonight wow. uh, i've had a really good time talking no with problem, you bro, about everything time. appreciate the stories and uh and uh, i want to say i appreciate bubba for pulling through in Yo his bubba. Uh, hey. in his uh in his yeah. state of allergies yeah it's all you good. Did good yes, yes. Oh, God. Yes. i feel like yes. i'm in hell right now this is my hell yes. to me. that's right sit down put your feet up I'm gonna I sing to you. Harsh little Baba, <laughs> it's okay. Nursey Keith. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, that, thank you for yeah. listening. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you. Come for on. This yeah, is yeah. so bad. Yeah, yeah. my allergies worse. Do it now. It's a bomb. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Come on. Happy thoughts. Who's your daddy? <laughs> and what does he do? Happy thoughts. Going to play a game. <laughs> Pull my finger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We appreciate you listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, hopefully not so long in between recordings. And uh, no. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do one next week. Well, definitely. So, uh, so, so keep listening. We appreciate it. And uh, we love you. Take care. Bye. Bye.